the desert will be safer because things will fall apart now. No satellites, no internet, no cell phones. The communications will fail because no one's there to manage the servers. The electrical grid will collapse for the same reason. It's, it's all gonna go to hell. And that's, that's what they don't get. When, when civilization ends, it ends fast. They're gonna contain it. The same day that's supposed to warn us. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. We are broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in wonderful New Hampshire, where the weather is still hot. <laughs> it's so hot still. It didn't change. I, w- I wish it changed. Isn't it fall? No. Anyone? It's Anyone? Not fall? yet. Is it fall yet? It's winter. It's that's a joke. That's a terrible Canadian joke. It's, it's still summer until at least mid-September. We don't talk about winter here, all right? Well, not until December, at the very least. Well, you know, you know, this this could be a weather show, but it's not. I've been told. Nope. We're we're told every week that this isn't a winter or a weather show. <laughs> this isn't a winter show. <laughs> no, we uh, we basically go into hibernation once uh, Walking Dead goes away until February. Yeah, and then we we come back. No, this is a Zombies Ain't My Podcast show where we uh, listen. Like your life depends on it. Very quietly. What was that, Coltrane? <laughs> what was that? Listen. Like your life depends on it. I didn't hear you the first time. You were whispering. He's a little shy. He's, He's a little, little shy. Okay. Little shy. Oh, I miss you, Coltrane. Um, no. So, hey, listen. We we got through our first episode of uh, Fear the Walking Dead together. Right. We yeah. did it. We did it together, guys. We survived. We held hands. We traveled to L.A. And we ran, we coincidentally ran into a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, weird, huh? Yeah, it's funny how that happens. So, uh, we also have another episode we're, we're going to talk about. I should probably also say that I'm Bob, that's Ryan, that's Lou. Hello. <laughs> this is episode yep. 112. If they're, uh, yeah, if if they're wondering who the hell's now. talking. <laughs> yeah. Well, they might be new. They might be new. Let us know if this is your first episode, everybody. In which case, they probably already shut it off. They're like, what? Who this are these going- people and why are they talking about the weather? Why do I care if it's hot out in New Hampshire? I think that's sort of what draws, well, doesn't drop, <laughs> takes people away from the show. It's like, man, yeah, there's, right. it's five minutes, they're still talking about weather, and now they're going on about how new people always leave because they hate weather talk. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so meta. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we should probably stop talking about it and talk about zombies. But Let's do it. Yes. Has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. You know where I bet it's really hot out? Where? In an airplane. Actually, I've been on many, well, I've been on planes and they are hot. See? See? You know what else is hot? You know what else is hot, guys? What? Uh, A new Walking Dead kind of spinoff. Little little half hour special. Ooh, have you guys watched any of the web series that they've put together? Yeah, but I don't remember any of it. Now, do we feel that's probably because they haven't really tied it to Walking Dead Prime or Fear the Walking Dead? <laughs> he did Walking Dead Prime again. <laughs> it's not going away. 
Now that oh. Rick has told me he dislikes us saying Walking Dead Prime, I have to. It's gonna happen. It, yeah, I, just, I, I feel I'm like a terrible person. The fact that it's connecting to this. So okay, so basically what, what's going on is um they're making a AMC's developing a standalone special, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be in the shared world of The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, or what I like to call FTWD. Um, wow, I think you just one upped <laughs> the Prime. Yeah. Um, so you acronymed Apple. the show. <laughs> That's just no. Not Lou, what do you think? Is that a terrible thing? I, 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 no, I, I I like it, Bob. Okay, thanks. All right, good, good. So there's a there's a half hour special. It's a prequel. Follows a group of passengers that actually get attacked by zombies on a freaking airplane, which is amazing. Okay, it, while it's in the air too. None of that copo like hasn't hasn't t- taken off yet, but. Uh, there's going to be a survivor of that that's going to be on season two of Fear the Walking Dead. That's a really awesome idea. That's a huge tie-in, and that makes me want to watch it. Yeah. No, it's. I think it's a, a stellar way to introduce a new character and also plug these little half-hour special webisodes because, like you said, we never really watched them. Um, it'll be interesting to see whether this attachment to Fear the Walking Dead brings a new quality level to the webisodes, because I think that was one of the issues with the webisodes. They didn't quite hit the nail that Walking Dead Prime hit. Now, is this is this going to be on the internet, or is it going to be on TV? Uh, I feel like it it's going to be on like TV. Is, I feel like this is going to be on TV. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know Which why. is fine. I mean, I, even if it was a webisode, I would watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I you're you're probably right because there's no mention of uh, this being a webisode. It's a half hour special. This, although the special will premiere online and will also be shown on TV in separate segments during the commercial break slots of The Walking Dead season six. Oh, oops. <laughs> well, we were both right. So investigative research. We were both wow. right, and we were both proven to be inadequate at podcasting because we did not <laughs> right. read the show notes. We only read. We only do headlines, folks. Yeah, <laughs> we. we you know, we don't. We don't claim to do anything really special here. Just, anyways. No, that's that's really cool. I'm looking forward to it, and it, and it's one of those like dead decision type things where it's a, you're on a plane. There's a zombie apocalypse. What do you do? And it'll be interesting to see what AMC thinks we should do. AMC should really get us on the show at some point. I think, well, they've already had Lou on because he yep. knows how everybody dies. <laughs> well, he writes for it. Lou, you think you can get us on an episode? I wish I could get on an episode. That would surprise the crap out of people to see <laughs> three nerdy podcasters talking. Oh, it could be, it could well, be like, we could well, be podcasting just, about say, the apocalypse. Not to jump ahead, but let's just say that. That that kid in this in this episode of The Walking Dead, uh, Fear the Walking Dead, oh. he could fill he could fill in for any one of us. Yeah, he's yeah he's, <laughs> a, he's basically us. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's gonna air sometime in 2016. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead or FTWD um, is going to be 15 episodes, so it's gonna happen before the season looks like. So mm-hmm. and oh well, if it's actually if it's gonna air between season six. Oh, well, we don't know if it's going to air between like um, the first half of season six or the second, huh? Yeah, well, we don't we don't Probably know, but second. I think we should certainly cover it on the show as a as a sort yeah. of spoiler segment, especially if it's, it's going to pro- bridge. My guess is since we're just hearing about it now, second that it will half. be the second half of the season. The the long stretch, yeah, yeah, sort of, sort of to bridge us into 
Um, because they're going to be shooting season two. I think they're actually shooting. They already shot season two. Maybe I'm not sure, but most likely. It's it's interesting to look at how AMC is basically having a Walking Dead show on all the time. They're basically they're putting Walking Dead in the commercials of a Walking Dead show. That's it's almost like they want us to sub- subscribe to AMC as opposed it's to called, uh, uh, purchasing the show. Walking Deadception. Walking Deadception. Yes. So you know what else is cool too? What? Chat roulette. Well, no, it's, not. it's actually Wait. not. But in this case, it is. Um, so this guy, well, this team of people created this live-action zombie shooter game through Chat Roulette. This is the coolest thing I think I've seen in a long time. What do you guys think? Have you watched this? I've watched this. This is really neat. It's really uh, cool. It's like it, Doom, it, right? It, it, <laughs> yeah, it's a selling point for Chat Roulette, which I didn't even think was a thing anymore. Yeah, and now so basically, what happens is these people call this guy on chat roulette, and uh, or they do the whole chat roulette thing. I don't know how it works, but um, he ends up like he's like got a first person view of the, like this room, and he's asking these people what he wants them to do, yeah. and like he's listening to them like, all right, pick up that crowbar. Like he picks up stuff like that, and uh, there's zombies and guns he can get, but people are like so into this. It's so cool. Yeah. I'm watching it again. It's a, <laughs> it's a really clever idea, and it it's really well executed. Uh, I wish that more thing creative projects like this came out of Chat Roulette. Yeah, yeah, this is like a perfect platform to do it too. So imagine being on Chat Roulette and like popping up, and this guy, this guy's on the other end, you know. Um, yeah. And you're playing through this interactive story, and like you, I love the people, like the reactions, like they're telling, like, "Hey, open this door, go through here," and they're all nervous, and like you know, and like he's even got like the video game, like the Doom you know, head. Yeah, he's got the Doom head at the bottom, which actually gets worse when he gets bitten. He's got um, like just like interactive, like you know, guns will kind of pop up on the screen. You know what I mean? Like just little flashes of like what the gun is, and it's so yeah. cool. It's like it's the coolest thing I think I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And it's probably the best, the better use of chat roulette as opposed to the horror stories you hear on Reddit about chat roulette. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't go over those. Yeah. So uh, that video, that video is out there. You guys, we'll put it in our show notes. But definitely take a watch at that. It's it's it is awesome to watch, and it I want that to happen to me. It's totally worth. It's worth watching the video. Not worth trolling uh, chat roulette to try and find a video that doesn't make you sick. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Don't do that. I'm doing it right now. Don't. Don't. You just said Sorry. don't. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not going to do it anymore. Okay. Um, we have some more Resident Evil news because that's what's important. That's what we do here. We talk about Resident Evil. We, we, Resident we, Evil we and Walking Dead. <laughs> Sorry, Lou. What'd you say? <laughs> I was going to say, we love the Resident Weasel. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, that's a good way to put it. The um, Resident Weasel. I've never heard <laughs> that before. Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just thought of a cool parody. Let's stop recording this live. We'll come back. Right. Uh, so Scrubs Resident Evil Zero HD. Ah, this is the one I didn't want to come in HD. <laughs> well, you don't have this to. This is play the one it. I'm. This is the one I'm probably not going to play until but it goes on sale okay. for five bucks. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so uh, what is it? January. Yep. Um, so Resident Evil Zero HD has a release date. Um, Capcom's confirmed it for uh, January, but did I read somewhere that it says it's bundling it with uh, the Resident Evil HD remake for forty dollars? Yeah, so it, it, it's launching with 
Resident Evil HD that launched last January for $40, and the digital release of the standalone title is still up in the air. This is a physical release of the bundled software. So you're, okay, so it's oh, weird. here's the thing: if you have HD already, the Resident Evil HD remake, you can pick up zero for nineteen ninety nine though, digitally. Uh, <laughs> yeah, never fails. Yeah, it never fails. It's always when we're talking about Resident Evil. <laughs> it's weird you... though. Why is it saying that it says digitally? Yes, you can pick it up for twenty dollars. That that was going to be given, but it hasn't even given a. See, Capcom is this weird company that doesn't know how to sell video games anymore, and this is a clear <laughs> yep. example of them not being able to do it because. As of right now, there's not a firm date for the digital release of Resident Evil Zero. It'll probably be day and date, or maybe even earlier, but they don't know that. It says early 2016 at this point. Here's my problem. What's your problem? It says here that Capcom also shared the series villain Albert Wesker will be playable in his own mode. He'll be teaming up with Rebecca Chambers and replacing Billy Cohen if you opt to play that way. Wesker comes with his own abilities to make him more than a reskin. So it sounds like you guys would prefer that because you hate Billy Wesker. Albert Wesker. Or Billy I, Billy Zane. What's I hate, his name? I hate Billy Cohen. Oh, Billy Cohen. Um, I love Albert Wesker, but I love Wesker as a bad guy. But he's not a bad guy in the first one. Yes, he is. Well, he's, yeah, he, I mean, too. he's a he's a bad guy in the first one, but he's not a he's not a revealed bad guy in Zero, right? No. Therefore, no, he's, he's not he's not in Zero. I don't think. That's just no, it. Not. It could That's... be a canon shift. Everybody hates Billy Cohen, and he doesn't make any sense after Zero. Are, here's the other problem: Are his eyes glowing red, or is those are those his glasses? That's he's got lasers. Uh, those are his glasses. Sight, eye vision. Because I swear to God, I'm going to be so mad if they change something, and he's like superpowers. You know what I mean? Well, now you're just giving Capcom too much credit trying to make Resident <laughs> Evil Zero a good game. I mean, come on. <laughs> I just I don't want to play as Wesker in Resident Evil Zero. He wasn't part of the story. <laughs> like, yeah, are are you literally throwing cannon the cannon uh, gauntlet? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Oh dear! I'll tell you right now. The only way I'm going to like this Zero remake is if they make it so that you can play two player. See now, there you go, Lou. There you go. I'll play as Rebecca. You play as Albert Wesker. You that really works for me. Capcom's not going to give us something that we want. Come on now, guys. <laughs> I know. No. So that's that's January, guys. That's uh, that's That'll be awesome. Stupid I'll be too game. busy to play that game. Zero is the worst game, dude. Like, ah, I just get so mad. Anyway, sorry. You'll be busy in January? Well, wait. Sh- do you think, should I father my newborn child or should I play Resident Evil Zero? I mean, like, both would be a good option. Yeah, kind of. I mean, because Resident Evil Zero is probably the best in the series, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. Let's, you guys um, can play for me. Let's um, let's move on to sad news. Oh. Very sad news. Yeah, yeah sad. It was, it's a little bit old, but um, Wes Craven has passed away at the age of uh, 76. Yeah. It's crazy. I, <sighs> I didn't even think he was, he was having a rough time, but I guess he was suffering from... Uh, Brain cancer. Uh, yeah, brain yeah. cancer. It's um, terrible. I had a funny feeling that there was something going on because MTV just did that new Scream show. Right, right, yeah. And, it, and at no point did they ever mention Wes Craven's name. I don't even think he was a producer on the show or anything. Um, and I knew that I thought that that was weird, 
But then when it came out that he had brain cancer and he, and he had passed away, everything made sense to me. It was like, oh, he probably signed it over to MTV and knew that he was dying, so... Hmm. Yeah. It's sad. I mean, obviously, Master of Horror, Master of Suspense, uh, definitely definitely a sad... A, a big loss in the, in the film community, really. Yeah, did he yeah, do any I mean, zombie flicks? Because I know he did... Yes, he did. Oh, he did? You watched one. I did. You did. Serpent in the Rainbow. Oh, right. I really liked that film. And and yeah, I, film. I was just thinking, like, was there any zombie films he's done? Because everybody knows his classics, like Scream, which I really appreciated. Scream was probably the first sort of teen slasher film that I actually appreciated. Uh, that and the sequel as well. It kind of got crazy after that. But I haven't, even, I haven't seen the fourth one. But he also did, like, Night- Nightmare on Elm Street, which is, like, a classic horror film that gave me nightmares as a child. And, Yeah. Just it's really sad news, and I always hate seeing on Twitter when when stuff like this happens, where you're just like, ah, oh, damn, not another one. Like people, you know, obviously people that were our heroes when we were kids watching these films are starting to age, and we're at that point where you know they're they're getting up there in their age and stuff. So, if you want a really detailed look at him, um, check out I think it's last week's podcast for uh stuff that will blow your mind i think is what the podcast is called oh they yeah do a, they do a really nice rundown of his career and some of the things about him that you may not know um and uh he is a very interesting guy yeah yeah well interesting is one way to put it he is he made a lot of great movies that i mean it's definitely you know it's sad it is yeah Let's um let's not dwell on the sadness though. Let's not do it. Uh, let's let let let's, let's get. Huh. You want what do you want to do, Lou? What do you want to do? I I, I want to get into uh, what we think of uh, Fear the Walking Dead. Before we do that, there ain't no fast food joints. Now we can do it. Yeah. I don't really have a, a sounder for the new Walking Dead. They don't have an intro. They do not have an intro. Really and I don't sad. like that. Did, did the did the season one did the season one of, of Fear the Walking Dead Prime or the Walking Dead Prime? <laughs> oh man, I can't even get a, my own joke out of my mouth. Um, did the original series that not good either? <laughs> did the Walking Dead have a uh, intro yes. theme in season one? Yes. Yep. That's a long way to go for a simple question. So why is it that Fear the Walking Dead literally has just a melting title? Like eh, it's boring. It's, it's uh, trendy. It's L.A., dude. Yeah, I think it's. I think it, that will change with the season two. I I agree. It's like they're thinking to themselves, like we don't need to win an award for a trendy intro to our film. Nah, that's not worth the time. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Enough griping about the title. We we don't really have a, a soundbite for this. Did anything interesting happening in this episode that we could use as a sound clip? I just used the what I thought was funny, the nerd at the very beginning <laughs> of oh, our show. That's true. Um, we should yeah. have him on the show. Yeah, no, he's cool. He's Wait, cool is he guy. dead? I can't remember. Spoilers. Okay. No. Well, let's talk. Let's talk first about you guys. We all watched the episode together, but we all do, agreed it was a little slow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but not not terrible, right? Like we were all ready to kind of say, "All right, this isn't bad." I was I was willing to give I, it the benefit of the doubt because it's, I was say, it was a good setup. Uh, right, right off the bat, I will say that I liked season 
episode two better than I did episode one. Um, I still feel that it is in a bit of a too predictable scenario right now. Like it, it, it is definitely feeling like zombie paint by numbers. But it's AMC's paint by numbers, right? Like I, I, I feel you. I, I see, I see that the writing on the wall of it being a paint by numbers intro to Zombie Apocalypse One Hundred One. Well, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. No, um, but you were kind of hoping to see something different. Yeah, they're really they're they're hitting every note that I thought that they would hit. Now, would it would it have been worse if they hadn't hit those notes? Like, I kind of feel like you have a certain, and this is why I didn't really mind the tropes. And I think because they did it so well and hit every note so well, I felt like that actually made it a solid. This is okay. how you do zombie apocalypse start. So, so, so let's start right from the where we, where the episode begins. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if I remember correctly, it begins with them all in the house. And the father is going to go out and find his son or something along those lines. And the mother is trying to get him, his, uh, her son, the, his drugs because he's going, going to go through withdrawal because they don't have access to the doctors. Because nobody's picking up the phone and they can't get his prescription of meds yeah. for methadone. Yeah. And I thought right off the bat, that's an interesting place that they're going. The kid's going to go through withdrawal, and they're going to need him sane and, and safe. So the mother's going to need to go find him the drugs that he needs. Okay, this is interesting. And then the father is going to go find his son, the, the stepdad or whatever he is, the boyfriend. Uh, that would and be his blood son. Or, yeah, well, he's going to go – his biological son. Yes. And – and he's obviously not on a good standing point with his biological son. But when he calls his ex-wife, she doesn't do anything but give him a hard time. That's how ex-wives work, I thought. <laughs> right. And, 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 I, and I understand that that's a I'm simple joking. point. But it, it's just – it's way too stereotypical. If my father had called my mother, who when I was that age, they did not get along and they did not like each other. They get along and like each other fine now. Mm-hmm. That I'm older and in my 30s, but when I was that that kid's age, my parents didn't get along. Yeah. And but if my father called and said, "Hey, listen, you need to get him. You need to do something," my mother would have listened because she would have been like, "What's going on? T- fill me in on what you what's going on." Yeah, you know what I mean? He didn't really do. He, he didn't, didn't put, do a good job. No, he, he didn't. He didn't do a good job, and she fought him at every turn, so he couldn't even do a good job even if he wanted to. And it just felt too stereotypical. Not that they, not that they needed to let's have her give in and follow his way, but they, they could have him tell her, hey, listen, here's what I just saw happen. Mm-hmm. There's something crazy going on. And her being like, you're crazy. And then him showing up at the door and like something like a zombie showing up at the door. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Instead, we got, instead, we got him showing up at the door, him fighting with his wife about the kid, him finding her phone and calling the kid. Yeah. And it, it, it was just like they could have gotten us to that point in a more interesting manner. Yeah, I... 
I agree with you in that, yeah, it's stereotypical, you know, oh, the of course the ex-wife hates, hates the ex-husband. Of course the teenage son hates his, his, uh, his dad who split up with his mom and that he's happy with his new family. Like, but that's just stereotypical, like, family setup of that nature. I mean, you could go the complete opposite way and say, like, well, that's, that's just stereotypical, like huh it all sort of worked out in the end you know in terms of a split there are healthy splits in relationships there are unhealthy splits well it's la they're all unhealthy right like that's just how it it works well that and then there's there's other points where they could put conflict Mm -hmm. and instead they're going with the easy the easy notes for conflict yeah but not to skip to the end but i like let's look at a let's look at a really cool conflict in the sense that they're they're in a shop that had riot shutters and they weren't going to let them in and there's that animosity towards each other and that he, there are strangers in this man's shop and and the daughter's actually saying like, you know, you can stay here, but you got to respect boundaries and stuff. I thought that was a really cool, non-stereotypical setup of having characters be at odds. With I, one I, w- I would agree. I would also say that the mother in the school trying to find the drugs in the locker, that was a really interesting thing. And you knew... That at some point, um, you knew that he, she was going to run into a zombie in that school. You knew it. Yeah. Just from the just from the setup from the beginning. Well, you I, just, I, mean? I love that they're the- starting to. It's weird, right? That the zombies are start up, starting to pop up, but in a nature where they aren't spreading the virus as quickly as some. Even The Walking Dead would illustrate, right? Like The Walking Dead. Right is a fast-forwarded, the zombies have taken over because it's been six months. This is day two, maybe end of week one, where we're seeing zombies start to pop up and then quickly get put down because the human race is kind of looking and seeing what's going on. But there's this interesting, like we look at stereotypes and, and also maybe even a little of uncomfortableness with the, the riots and police putting down what we know are zombies, but what the public see as police brutality. And it's just, as, it's a really weird timing for that. And to sort of be showcasing that, um, well, I'm, not, I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm just saying that it's kind of spot on. Uh, personally, I love how, that. And yeah. Like you, like you said, it's very racy right now. It's kind of edgy. Um, but it was a, it probably was a tough call to make on their end, right? To, to actually what showcase would happen. that. That, right. that is what and, would happen. And I love and that I gotta, they did that. I was going to say, I, I love the scene with the kid at the thing where they shoot the guy and the kid's got it on camera and he doesn't want to leave. I, I mean, I totally bought that. Yeah. But the, the whole conversation with his father was kind of like, ugh. Okay, we got to suffer through this so that we can get to a better point in the show. And then they end up in the shop, and it was like, okay, we're at a better point. Well, yeah, and okay, so it's still slow. It's still got a little bit of uh, soap opera, you know? Well, um, yeah. I'm not even feeling the soap it, it opera does. nature it, of it. I, I think it's doing a really good time with illustrating these characters and how they're they're suffering through their own social ailments with like the drug problem and the mother who's trying to keep control of her kids alongside the this this uh this new husband that she i think they're married i can't really remember now they might just be dating um i think they said at one point he's the new stepdad right 
I believe so. Yeah, but anyways, but, it's just it's really interesting to see those those character interactions. I'm not feeling the whole. I was feeling the soap opera ness with uh, with the fact that the teenage daughter dating um, one of her classmates, which they ended that pretty quickly in this episode. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, that was yeah. Yeah, well, he just so, got bit somehow. You know, he was fine last episode. My my thing is is <clears throat> I'm starting to be okay with a little bit of a slow start. Um, because I kind of understand it now. I get that it's, um, you know, it's, it's the beginning of a zombie apocalypse. It's going to be a lot more human on human. Like what happens when it's, when everything starts to go down. You mean the best part about the walking dead, which is the yeah. human on human drama. Like that's let's my not, favorite part about call it. That. Let's dead. not call it that anymore. Well, it's people versus people. <laughs> we'll say <laughs> PVP, that. not uh, PVZ. I just love that, and like I can, you can see where the show is building up, and like you're kind of watching, it and you're like you're watching this nerdy kid who's kind of like, he's got the know-how, he's got the ideas because he's such a he's such a dweeb, you know what I mean? Um, it's right. kind of like Lou said, it's typical, it's it's kind of, it's it's running a, a very easy to predict story, but I'm okay with it. Like yeah, I, I, like I, I said, I wouldn't I'm say okay it's predictable it. though. I I I it, I'm okay with it. I just wish that it they they changed up a little bit of what was going on. Like yeah. I think that they could get I think they could get us to a point not necessarily more exciting, but they could get us to a point where we care about the characters and I think they're doing so much setup that that the setup isn't making me like anybody. It's making me dislike more people. Right. In all honesty, by the end of this episode, I liked the I liked the son, who's the junkie, more than any of the other characters. I kind of you know? agree with you, and that's I, you funny know, when you said that um, in, in Slack when we were talking about it. I'm like, really? That's weird. And then you watch this episode, and you're kind of like, huh? I like the drug addict in this show. I did not see that coming. And and again, that's the nice surprising thing about this show that AMC is doing here is that they're presenting us with characters that we didn't think we'd actually like, like. Who would have thought here that we we would like characters that are the spunky science teacher dating the the higher up uh, the higher Principal. up administrator <laughs> at the school? Like, yeah. I actually like those characters. I'm like, huh? I never would have thought I'd say that. Yeah, you do. Um, you do like them, but there is there is a point where you can go from liking a character to like when they want to sell you on liking him too much, and you're yeah. like, oh, just just die. <laughs> oh, I haven't got that sense from. From the, I'm not saying we're there yet. I'm just saying if they keep trying to set this up without, like, I mean, no, don't go me, blah, don't get me wrong. I saw the trailer for episode three. Oh, I haven't yeah, seen I have it not. Looks like it's going to get pretty intense, yeah. which is what what we need. Well, but, we're due up for it, right? Like, there's rioting going on at the end of episode that's just, two. That's just it. Yeah, like there's rioting. So here's the crazy part too that I want to talk about real quick is um how nuts it is when this virus starts first starts going around um and you know the the two parents kind of have an idea of like they don't know what's going on but they kind of have a sense of oh my god people are getting bit by things and they're you know getting they're dying stuff like that they see the neighbor doing it that scene towards the end where the neighbor's getting attacked and the girl goes to rush out for help because she really has no idea what's going on Mm. and the mother blocks the door from her going out to protect her yeah, that's insane. Because you think about that in context, where the daughter's like, "Why wouldn't I help my neighbor who's being attacked by my other neighbor?" 
Yeah, but the, but the mother knows she just she just fucking she just took out a zombie. You know what I mean? That's right. a really she good point. She knows what's going on, and like, and and my my first thought at that point was, I don't know if I would have made that call. Right, and like she did, she made that call, and it's just so it's impressive as on a writing standpoint to to put people in those positions. You know what I mean? Like that's, right. this is what I really hope for this show is. We're going to see the people put into positions that we didn't get to see on, on um, the TWD. <laughs> right. Uh, just kidding, Ryan. Don't worry about it. TWPDP. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, so we're going to be seeing a lot of people doing things that to other people look very selfish and very like, what are you doing? You don't want to help anyone. Like you, They didn't even tell the neighbors about the outbreak. You know, they're like, oh, we're having a birthday party. And they're like, oh, that's great. You're going to die later. You know, like they didn't say anything. They just kept to themselves, tried to figure out what's going on. Like there, people are going to be putting in some compromising positions. And I think that's what I'm kind of looking forward to. <laughs> that sounds weird. You're looking forward <laughs> to seeing people in compromising positions. Yeah, you know, uh, well, <laughs> I'm sure okay. there's a Walking Dead porn version out there. You could probably find compromising <laughs> positions. Don't Google that. Seriously. But no, uh, I thought the situation where the mother doesn't help the neighbor, like, like, I think you as the viewer at home is going, I wouldn't do that. I would be going out there to help that person. But as a, as a, as a viewer, you're like, I'm, it totally makes sense why she wouldn't do that. Yeah. She's protecting her family. And, right, like she, the daughter doesn't know yet, doesn't understand exactly what's going on. But so far, the only characters that we know that have seen anything, like I mean, we know the son and the two parents got caught up in that other zombie ordeal. But like the mother taking on that guy from the school, like with a with a fire extinguisher, which I thought she was going to turn into a nunchuck, Ryan. I really well, did. It was close, and I think, like I said, I really do think someone at AMC listens to the show and and is subtly <laughs> hinting that they do by including right. everything they do is just like a subtle little, little nod to uh say my podcast i didn't think about it until you just said that they that the fire extinguisher nunchuck was so close to seeing it's uh and maybe <laughs> well, that's her weapon of choice now that she's realized how 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 versatile <laughs> the well, fire extinguisher can be I was watching it. It was the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh, God, don't swing it like a nunchuck. I'll never hear the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) And for those who are new to the show, Fire fire Extinguisher Nunchucks is a a, uh, famous weapon of choice that I came up with early on. Don't don't go back and listen to episode and the one. first, I think it's like episode five or six. Yeah, we did a segment where we like had to come up with our weapon of choice, and mine was I could, I didn't do my homework, and I came up with fire extinguisher nunchucks. So, <laughs> thank you, AMC, for realizing the dream. You're almost there. Yeah, one day we are going to find out that like everyone at the the production studio just listens. They love it, <laughs> but they'll never tell us. Like you, they'll never tell us. So we'll I think that's in guessing. their contract that they're allowed to listen to the show, but they can't tell us about it. Yeah. So. Besides the fire extinguisher nunchucks, you know what? You know what the other thing I kind of like about uh, the whole uh, FTWD series. What's that? <laughs> I'm just gonna keep doing that. Um, there's no comic book for me to go off of. Yeah, yeah. you don't know where it's going. I really don't. I don't have any clue of like story arc or possible story arc or anything like that. I I love that. 
<laughs> like well, I, I have no uh, idea. That's why I mean, I'm excited I'm, that that we that we I don't this isn't moving quickly because the faster you move it, the quicker we're gonna get to a setting where we're already familiar with. You know, like when we get to Walking Dead territory and and Fear the Walking Dead, it just becomes Walking Dead Walking 2.0. Dead. Right now, this is its own series because it's set in a different setting, which is the start of the zombie apocalypse. Once it gets to I'm, the standard, yeah. I mean, it's got a long way to go, and it'll probably not catch up for quite a while. I'm um, I'm okay with a slow progressing evolution of zombies. I just don't want to hear about characters and like I don't want you to force a character down my throat and for me to like him every single episode by having him say corny things or do stupid things you know like yeah I like I like the characters right now I do I really do I like the druggie I think the sister is kind of a bitch is kind of what she's supposed to be she's and a teenage girl and he's a teenage boy on drugs like they've kind of nailed yeah. what I feel are the sure we can go with stereotypical but who who here like hasn't him. met a teenage girl or a teenage boy that is is somewhat like these characters? Well, that's the thing. I I like them. I like what you've done with the characters. Do not go over the top with it and you know force it down my throat. Like focus on the story. You know. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. Is I want the narrative to continue to flow. Um, I want to see the mother load the kids up in the car. And drive for the desert. But that's not what's going to happen. She's going to want to save her husband. Right. We know that that's going to happen. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that that's going to happen. And it's predictable that that's going to happen. I don't think that that's a bad thing. But how they get us to that point. Right. Needs to be interesting. Right. You know, we, we got the characters. And I, got, I get it. We're going we're gonna to get a little more story about them. A little more backstory, I'm sure. We're gonna get introduced for a couple new characters. Um, I gotta be honest. I thought one of the that um, who was that guy that turned into a zombie at the school? The big the, the principal. Yeah, was it the principal? Yeah. I thought he was gonna turn, but I didn't think it was gonna be that quick. Yeah, no, I totally thought that he was gonna turn around and like be bitten, but not necessarily be a zombie. Right. And when he turns around, and his face is all sunken, and you're like, oh, he's gone. He's been dead a while. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, I, I want to see where the story goes. I want it to take its time. I want to see the slow evolution of like a city going into chaos and riots and just mass hysteria for the beginning of a zombie outbreak. And I want to see that lead into a full fledged zombie attack, but but take your time getting there. I'm okay okay with that. I have a question for you. Didn't they say in previous news articles about the walking dead that a character from this series, this run, yeah. is going to make a cameo in next season. I think that was a that was a rumor. I don't. I believe it's a confirmed rumor, though. Oh, I, yeah. It is, I believe it is confirmed. We talked about it before, and I, I, think I do is, remember yeah. there is going to be a TWD on the FTWD for sure. Right. So, have we? Do we think we've met that character yet? No. No. Nope. Yeah, I, think I don't that, think so. <clears throat> I think what's going to happen is that character will be in season six of The Walking Dead. Um, and no, I know that. I know that. I'm saying it's going to be in season six. They said well, it's going to be. Well, no, what I'm saying is we're going to get introduced to them in season six and find out their backstory in season two of uh, FTWD. That's hard to say over and over again. I got to stop. 
Well, my thought is, is what they will do is they will intro the character in this season and then we're going to get a flashback and that's what the character will be seen in, is the flashback. Oh, so you don't think that they'll be in Fear the Walking Dead. You just right. think they'll be in a flashback on The Walking Dead. Yes. That makes sense. Well, it doesn't really. I mean, I don't want them to cross over at all, but I'll take I, it. They'll cross over at some point. I think it's going to be the principal. <clears throat> It'll be Rick's group crossing by the, the L.A. group. The principal? <laughs> like the main The, main the guy that's dead. Where? Dead. Oh, he's dead, though. How would he come back? He's a flashback. It's going to be before everything happened. But now I'm, now I'm confused. No, no, no. You're. Wait a minute. You're confusing. So the flashback on The Walking Dead will flashback to before Fear the Walking Dead. Yes. Lou, you've gone full Inception mode. I think, I think you're missing a key thing here. Like, why would they show that on on The Walking Dead? Well, why did they have the flashbacks with um. Uh, 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 what's her name with the sword? Michonne. 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 Thank you. Why did they have the flashbacks of her with her baby? Oh, well, you I know. don't know. I, don't I, I really don't know. It, it again, like I just did a quick search and I couldn't find anything. But I do remember that story covering it maybe like last, like early this year, if not maybe late last year. So it'll be interesting to see. I think. I think AMC needs to be careful as to not be like, hey, this spinoff's working. Let's let's do a bunch of other crazy stuff with it, like introduce Walking Dead characters here as a backstory. I think <laughs> it starts to get really they, cheesy. They pass by each other in cars. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just the scene of a highway stretch where they're like, turn around, I think we're lost. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> but like maybe, maybe they test it out, and maybe the rumor we heard last time that we're referencing is in reference to the webisode that's coming with the plane thing. Maybe. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying Could any be, of yeah. us are wrong, but I just, I want AMC to not get, I don't want them to do what killed zomb- the zombie genre in the first place, where it was oversaturated, with just not well thought out content. This is an opportunity to really keep this thing moving. And if they try to like weigh it down with crappy characters and weirdly linked shit, we're going to be in like the Phantom Menace territory where they're explaining midichlorians. Like yeah. that's the dead end of this sh- of this sh- of this series is if they go the midichlorians route and try to explain where the virus came from. Do you think the virus so, is from midichlorians? Yes, that's what midichlorians are. George Lucas I, not only blindly killed the entire human race, he also <laughs> killed Star Wars. I have a question for you. Sure. And it's something I want you guys to think about. How do you oh, think homework. the how do you think the barbershop scenario is going to end? Uh, well, I saw scenes from the next. Okay, episode. so Bob doesn't get to answer. <laughs> no, I even even include those scenes. What with what you saw, what do you think is going to happen? I is think it... <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> I think the riots are going to overtake the city, and something bad's going to happen to the barbershop where they have to run out. Do you think that that's what's going to happen? I kind of know see... that's what's going to happen. Yeah, well, I think the barber's going to end up dead. I don't he could. think he's. He could, I'll, I'll tell you this. On on the previews, it showed um, the the actual barbershop getting hot to the touch. Like uh, there were fires going on outside. Yep. And they had to flee the barbershop. Now, you don't know anything else other than that. Hmm. 
So they're they're on the streets chasing. My prediction is that they 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 flee the barber shop, and that they have to get on the streets somehow. That's not much of a prediction, right? I just told you that's what happened. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. Um. After that, they will run through a riot, which appears to be full of humans, but there's like one or two zombies, and I think the daughter. So um, you guys, that's right. You neither of you guys have seen the scenes from the next season or the no, next. Set. You haven't I mean, seen the next season yet. No. Yeah. So, I will say this. I don't want to spoil. It. You guys can go watch it. It's out there on AMC's website. Maybe I will. Um, it's. It's intense. The riot scene is exactly kind of like what you're describing. Um, there's a riot, there's chaos, and there's zombies everywhere. Not everywhere, but there's enough of them. Yeah. So that's why I'm really excited about this next episode. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, we could probably talk about this for, for God knows how long because I think we're all kind of really now at that point where we're all excited about the show. Yeah. That, I know I am. I, that first episode didn't sell me, but this second episode did sell me. Yeah, I just want to see a little bit better writing. Yeah. So I mean, we, I mean, let's before we go on for too too long. I think we're all excited. I think we're all ready for the next episode, and I think uh, we're all happy about this. Yeah. yeah. So pleasantly uh, surprised. Let's keep it going, AMC. You know. You know. Keep it going. I don't know why I went to Radio Fifty announcer. I don't know. Um, do you want to go over this listener feedback this episode? Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna power through this. Uh, I didn't get a chance to edit this, so um, but it, you know, Pete, uh, longtime fan of the show, big time fan of Z Nation, writes <laughs> us. He says, "Well, you ought to know by now that any mention of Z Nation is all it takes to get me to chime in." I'm really glad season two is about to start. The season finale, which none of you watched! Exclamation point. Lou, have you watched it yet? Nope. Okay. Left me wondering how the heck they were going to salvage the series. It'll be interesting to see what they come up with. Salvage the series. <laughs> well, Sorry, no, Pete, I, I'm just it, messing it, with you. I'm just messing with you. No, I, I have not see, I have seen everything but the final episode and knowing what I know before the final episode um uh, knowing what I know before uh, from about the final episode, I definitely can see where like at the end of the episode you're left going, so is there going to be more? Uh, what's going on? Yeah, I I actually this is not Z Nation, but it's another zombie show that sort of gets in the shadow thanks to Walking Dead. But I watched a bunch of uh, I Zombie, started catching yep. up with that, nice. and I'm really digging it. Nice show. Yeah, and I'm I'm I was kind of hoping we one of us would hate on I Zombie, so we'd get people writing in about how good it is. But <laughs> I'm that guy, I guess. I don't think any of us were, were uh, poo pooing uh, I Zombie, but. Um, anyways, watched, uh, FTWD last night. Oh, and this w, is, this was an email F-T- he sent. Sorry. W. Oh, w. FTW. W. Uh, W Bush. Uh, FTD dubs. We'll just call it that. FTD dubs. FTD. Anyways, this email was sent in after the first episode premiered. Uh, we have a follow up as well, which is shorter, but, uh, last night, oh my Lord, I feel 90 minutes stupider. Look, as a Z Nation fan, I obviously don't require a lot of depth in a zombie series, but I do require a little bit of effort. I knew it was going to be slow. I knew there had to be some build-up to set the stage, but I expect people uh, people placed in real-life situations to act like people in real-life situations. 
I'm watching a school teacher or principal let an obviously emotionally disturbed kid who already has a problem being bullied walk into a school with a weapon. She actually reaches into his pocket, finds the weapon, and leaves it there to help him bypass security so she can counsel him? It appears this was a ploy by the writers to make her more sympathetic, but who are they trying to appeal to? Not parents, obviously. With all the shootings and stabbings and violent activity occurring in school nowadays, how could they think this was a good idea that would make her seem anything other than blinded by ignorance? Um, this kind of, I think this, this whole paragraph is, is better addressed now that we've seen episode two and that this principle isn't necessarily a model principle. No. She is just a no. very strong character who has strong beliefs and she felt that she could help this boy by getting him out of trouble. And obviously he she was also, very troubled. She also, she takes the knife away from him and she puts it in, she locks it in a drawer. Yeah. Well, we also we also, and if, if you uh, listen to our first episode on this, we we poke a little fun at her for doing that. We kind of we kind of give her a bad name too. Yeah, she's yeah. she's kind of in that point. You're not really sure, but I think with this second episode, you kind of get the sense that she looks out for people, and she probably realized that this student, while troubled, he, you know, something was obviously if, wrong with him. If he had triggered the alarm, a security guard had found the alarm. That would have been the end of his school career. He would have been expelled. Yep. By catching it and her knowing that he was bullied and taking the knife away, she she took the knife away and she wasn't going to give it back to him. But she also told him that he shouldn't be doing that. You know what I mean? And she spared him being expelled for being bullied. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, then I watched the perpetually... And yeah, I do know what you mean. Sorry, I just I realized you asked a question. I do what you mean. Know what you mean in the sense that she, and obviously he did mention. I think that it wasn't about the bullies. It was about protecting himself. What he felt was was going to happen next, which was related to the riots and the disappearances of people. So she kind of got a sense that something deeper was going on. Um, then I watched the perpetually confusing looking boyfriend walk into what is obviously a murder scene with blood everywhere and not even attempt to notify the authorities. Really? <laughs> we talked about that too. Yep, yeah. we talked about that too. That, that was exactly what we, uh, I, I was like. I got where they were going where he continued to explore. But the, as soon as I left, I would have anonymously tipped off the police that they should go in there and look around. So I thought about this after watching it. And I, I kind of think that maybe he was worried it was the sun, and yeah. didn't want, and the squeaky toy. Sorry, guys. And, and, and it's fine if they wanted you to, the the implication to be the sun, uh, but they yeah. needed the, they needed to have that dialogue. Right. Yeah. There was no dialogue, but all I could think of is the only reason why they wouldn't say that is um just like maybe the father was like, oh well, if this was him, I don't want to call the cops and get him in trouble. You know what I mean? But that wasn't there in the dialogue, so I get what you're saying. It's not funny, Ryan. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying uh, to talk a serious conversation. I know, but I'll. Uh, any, yeah, and then he goes on. Isn't he a teacher too? What kind of school are they running? So I think. Where Pete, is your dog in relation to you right now? Just outside the damn door, because that dog knows I'm recording. Um, so for characters, I wasn't sure if she was in the room with you or not. No, 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 no. If she was in the room, I would have taken the toy away. It, she wouldn't have even had the toy. Um, so for characters so far, you've got a junkie, his mom, her boyfriend, and his sister. I can relate to none of these characters, unfortunately, not even the mom, who was excellent as Joni in the HBO series Deadwood. They've yep. been cast as either selfish, one-dimensional, or outright stupid. Uh, 
I I mean, the first episode's tough, and I think the first episode's more stereotypical than the second one. Like, you start to gain more knowledge about these characters, and that they're a little less one-dimensional. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely say uh, that was the tone of the first episode that was driving me crazy, is they are all one-dimensional. They are all just their trope. Yeah. yeah. And I bet by you... The, I by the end of the second episode, you you definitely feel like there's a little more to them. Yeah, there's more to them. Um, I, I just think that they could. I, I think that this pilot, this first episode, was a pilot, and I definitely think that they were afraid to take too many risks. Yeah, yeah, they might have even just been strictly creating these one-dimensional characters for the first episode to kind of showcase how mundane real life is without a zombie apocalypse happening. Good. Right. Well, I bet you if Pete wrote in again, I mean, feel free, Pete. He did, uh, actually. The second email is from him. Oh, I didn't see it on there. Oh, okay. Uh, you put it right on top. Yeah. So, yeah. So this, Pete, your whole email is null and void. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, I'll quickly run through it and then we'll we'll wrap it up. There's just a couple more. Uh, there's no Rick Grimes to the audience to get behind a root for. You knew right away. Uh, you did not want him to die. Uh, FTWD does not have that yet. And unless there's a drastic shift in character development, I can't see any of the main characters stepping up into that role. There will be plenty of people who rave about how much they hate this show and just as many people who love it. I'll keep tuning in mainly because there's nothing else on right now, but it's been <laughs> relegated to background noise while I work on the computer. Thanks for listening to my little rant. If you choose to, well, feel free to paraphrase. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. <laughs> well, I didn't want to paraphrase. They're, they're paraphrase. They're all good points. Great Zamp episode, as yeah. always, Pete. And then I he... Think, um, Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I think going forward, I think we're going to see the mother become the lead. She's going to become the Rick Grimes character that we uh, are forced to relate with. Oh, oh yeah. No, she's I, she's the, the druggie. Maybe the no, druggie th- will be Rick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I think that the druggy kid is going to become our Glenn. I think he's going to yeah. become a zombie. No, I'm just kidding. He, he, he makes a pretty interesting Glenn. And <laughs> I think that's, I hope that's what AMC's trying to get away from is what we're doing. And in, in that's saying, oh, that's the show's Rick. That's the show's Glenn. That's the show's uh, earlobe dude. You know, like, I, I hope that's not what they're doing. But anyways, Pete followed up a week later. Uh, since this uh, this show is was delayed a week, there was no new episode of Fear the Walking Dead because of Labor Day long weekend. So if you're wondering why we're not talking about episode three, it's because it doesn't exist yet. Um, okay, so finally got a chance to watch uh, episode two of FTWD. Much much better overall. It's obvious the writers know what to do with the characters once the zombies start to appear, <laughs> which I think is something that we we maybe the on. writers were uncomfortable. They're like, uh, what do you what do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, we should probably like set up the characters in a way that illustrates how these characters are cool. Yeah, like with zombies. No, 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 Steve. No zombies. Not yet. Not until the very end oh, of the episode. Oh, okay. Uh, drugs. Like, drugs. <laughs> teenage. Teenage love. Uh, zombies. Hmm. Steve. Not yet. <laughs> Steve, you're off the show. <laughs> go right for fear. The go right for Walking Dead Prime. No, better yet, you're delegated to the webisode. Damn you're it! On a, you're on a webisode that's on TV. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. That was it. That was a long Okay. That, that was the end of the episode. Um, so thank you, Pete, for writing in. Fantastic email, as always. And uh, we say this often, but are we going to give Z Nation another shot? No. 
Oh. I'm going to watch the final episode and I'll start season two when it comes out if I can get to access to it easily. Season Listen, I just two... upgraded Hulu because of Lou. I can't do this. <laughs> season two, but... I think, is uh, October. Oh, that is something I do want to comment on. Mm-hmm. Um, we covered a news article uh, a couple of months ago that uh, The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead were going to be on Hulu. Yep. Yeah. Um, they are not. Nope. And I have not seen any headlines or anything explaining why. And uh, I'll be honest and say I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. Oh. You kind of understand, though, right? I mean, I, I think it might have to do with Hulu's new yep. policy of no commercials. Interesting. So Z Nation is back on Friday. <sighs> Fine. I'll try and watch. <laughs> for you, yeah. Pete. I'll do it for you. Pete's a great guy. He deserves to be. He deserves to be listened to. One of us should at least try Z Nation again. Not it. Uh, uh, all right, I'll do I'll it. I'll do it. Oh, looks like you're both roped in. Anyways, thank you, Pete. You're awesome, and we'll be sure to talk about Z Nation at least once a week. So you write in and write <laughs> cool stuff. Um, if you have something to, to send us an email in, uh, what should they do, Bob? Oh, you're going to put this on me, huh? I was playing soccer. Uh, soccer? <laughs> no, the Flick It game. Uh, if you're still playing Flick It, I can, I can talk about Patreon, patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast, where you too can support the show, which allows us to do a live show and a bunch of other cool stuff. I want to thank this week, Kevin K for being an awesome supporter of the show mm-hmm. Long-time listener, great friend, patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast. Yeah, go donate, guys. It'll it'll help us get to those next goals of uh, playing video games and uh, maybe a little role-playing game, which I hope is in our future anyway. We got some news yes, on sir. a video game that I forgot we forgot to uh, organize, but things are happening. Oh. oh. You know. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> it was a while so ago. It's been so long. If it's been too long for you guys, too, you can also email us at info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. You can tweet us at Zombies Podcast. If you don't like all of us, you can tweet us individually. Uh, Ryan's at R. Murphy. Lou is at Busy Zombie Lord. And I am at Bobbert F. We will also give a shout out to the wonderful Joel Duggan for giving us this clip of Lou. Me and Jose, we were up in the valley and we were like wine tasting and shit, and it was dope. We would also like to thank him for his amazing <laughs> Zombies in My Podcast artwork that you can see on our T-shirts and our, our cover, our iTunes cover work. <laughs> cover work? Artwork <laughs> is the word I'm looking for. If you yeah. guys want to see more of his amazing work, go to uh, joelduggan.com. Lou, who are you with? Me and Jose. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to meet this Jose person. He sounds really interesting. I, you know what? Sounds dope to me. Yeah. That's your one, Bob. That's your bad zombie joke. Nope. <laughs> that stupid squeaky toy. <laughs> Incoming crazy. bad zombie I'm joke. I got one. It's a classic, though. Are you ready? <clears throat> sure. <clears throat> Let the music kick out. What do you get when you cross a zombie with a snowman? I don't know. Frostbite. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> what did she say? Did she just make fun of my joke, Ryan? She said, because <laughs> I was yelling at Zoe, and she said, Daddy, I'm playing. She likes hold to on. imitate Zoe. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I what? forgot. Uh, wait, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> 